you then, you big bloody man? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I've had a few things to work through, you know. With Sarah? No, with George Lucas. You are so blind. You so do not understand. You weren't there at the beginning. You don't know how good it was, how important. This is it for you, this jumped-up firework display of a toy advert. People like you make me sick. What's wrong with you? Take your pocket money and get out! <laughs> what a prick. The Phantom Menace was 18 months ago, Tim. I know, Bilbo. Okay, just, it still hurts. You know, that kid wanted a Jar Jar doll. Kids like Jar Jar. Why? What about the Ewoks? Eh? They were rubbish. You don't complain about them. Yeah, but Jar Jar Binks makes the Ewoks look like fucking Shaft. Hey, you. Yeah, you. We know you're out there. Rejects from society. Artists. Writers. Poets. Filmmakers, get off the couch. Make something. The world is waiting to hear your voice. And so are we. We are the Requiem of the Outcast. Are you an outcast? All right, that was a clip from one of my favorite TV shows ever called Spaced. Uh, it's a British import, and I really like to thank Shane Artis. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, bro. Uh, he's from Australia uh, for getting me copies of those. I just want you to know that you rule, man. Uh, if you're interested in more information about Spaced, it is uh, from Edgar Wright, uh, Jessica Stevenson, and, of course, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright are the lead actor as well as creators of Shaun of the Dead, the best zombie, zom-rom-com, zombie, uh, romance comedy with zombies. I, you know what, it, it's the only movie that I've seen that's on par with Army of Darkness when it comes to goofy humor in the zombie realm without being too cheesy. Um, quick news bite, ladies and gentlemen, sinsofthejedimovie.com. That's right, that is the website to go to get your first and second newly released chapters of the series. Uh, they should have a preview of episode three. Now, why th was this important to you? Because we're in it. That's right, Ron, Janine, and myself appear in it. Janine, you will see as an Izard that's a few years before she makes uh, major rank in the uh, intelligence world. And me as a guy who's flying the shuttle. Um, also, don't forget Con Carolinas is coming up. Actually, by the time a lot of you are hearing it, we're either there, having fun and engaging in much debauchery, or you've got just enough time to get to Charlotte to go. If you can, make it there. If not, that's all right. We're going to be bringing a little bit of the experience to you. Now, many of you have been wondering about our Episode 3 escapades and our opinions on the movie. Well, here are a few recordings that I did at our line party on opening day. After that, we'll have a few commercials and, of course, our opinions and the opinions of some of our friends and fellow customers after an event that Friday. Uh, it was recorded at Fuddruckers and left mostly unedited, so you can experience what it is like to have dessert with us, an adventure in and of itself. If you'd like to drop us a line, visit us on the web at requiemoftheoutcast.com or visit our boards at galacticsenate.com. Now, back to the show. All right, it is uh, approximately 4.48 in the p.m., and I'm out here in line, and there's some folks that have actually been in line a bit longer than that. So, first of all, state your name and uh, what time you guys got here. Michael J. Hercula. Troy Preston. All right, now... You guys have been out here for how long? Since noon. Since noon. That is awesome. That is dedication right there. Now, with this movie, of course, you know, completing the circle, uh, you know, the final, final installment, what are you guys anticipating getting out of this movie that may have been lacking in the prequels? Um, I think the big deal about this movie is all the things, the historical details that you get from the, like, original, the 4, 5, and 6, that you're kind of anticipated in the prequels, 
they've all been kind of saved up until the episode three to be the big pivotal movie that makes everything happen that finishes the series out. Like you said, finishes the circle. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. All right. Now, um, were, did you guys wait out for episodes one and two? Now, why this movie? Why episode three? Were you guys fan when the first two came out? And uh, and did, would you have anticipated at that stage in life that you would be here today at 12 o'clock for a midnight showing of a movie? Maybe not. I was, because I wanted to go out for the first two, but I had school. Ah. Now, I see also you guys have brought uh, the Darth Vader voice changer, a lightsaber. You, uh, you're wearing a Star Wars shirt, and you have a... What does that What does that shirt say? It says, uh, caution, Star Wars fanatics stay clear. Nice. Unless you uh, wish to fall to the dark side. <laughs> now, all in all, which is your favorite? The the good guys or the bad guys in the Star Wars universe? I like the bad guys. Good guys. Oh, some conflict here. Now, were you guys friends? Have you guys known each other before the uh, line here? Yes. Do you find that that brings any conflict into your relationship at all? All right. So, are you, how much are you anticipating this movie? You're just looking forward to it, and um, any ramifications it might have for your love of the previous movies? Um, I've been looking forward to this movie since the first prequel was made, or since I heard about those prequels being made. And um, I think that after this, I'm definitely going to have to watch four, five, and six again, like I already have, just knowing how everything happened in episode three. I have to have been waiting since uh, I heard about the first ones, the prequels coming out, and yeah, it's gonna be, it's kind of sad. It, it's the last, you know, movie. There's nothing to look forward to really after this. But uh, you know, that just brings the the, the uh, saga full circle. So I'm just gonna be watching the rest of them. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. All right, what was your name? Angela. All right, now how long have you been out here? Since 12.30 in the afternoon for a midnight show. Yes. Awesome. Now, of course, you are a female. Are you married? Yes. What does your husband think about all this? Um, he's jealous. Really? He's not here. He can't go, so. Oh, is he going to be able to make it out later at all? Just uh, can't in come out at all? In September. Oh, oh, is he overseas? <laughs> yes. Wow, where's he at? Uh, somewhere over in the Mediterranean right now. Oh, wow. And he's a big Star Wars fan, as yeah. you said. So, wow. Um. Well, how long have you been a fan? Years. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Like, Can't really trace it back to a certain point? No. No, I've been watching Star Wars ever since I was a little kid. So. All right. Well, uh, what do you think is the major difference between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy? Is? Why do you think it's uh, been more... One of them has been more popular in the fans' hearts. Well... Kids, kids these days and people these days are, are a lot different than they were before, and um, people like the newer movies with all the special effects, and they find you know they find that more stimulating, I think, than than older movies. So. Now, have you found, of course, as a woman, have you found any um, not prejudice or just but surprise that you are such a fan that you would wait out here for? You know, just shy of 12 hours to watch a, uh, a sci-fi film, which is traditionally not something that a lot of women go for. True, true. Um, I, I have I have gotten some criticism from neighbors and such that I said that I was going to be coming out here, and you know that's that's fine. That's their opinion, and you know I have no problem with it. Um, now, have you heard of any other areas of, of fandom, um, like fan films, fan fiction, fan audio, anything like that? You were actually reading the novelization here today, earlier, and uh, what was your take on what you read? No spoilers, please. And uh, did it help you understand things that you are anticipating happening? Did you have anything that you were predicting would happen? happen? Well, with this one, everybody certainly is predicting certain things. Right. Because we've all seen the rest of them now. Um, but it just it kind of gave a feeling for me by reading the book to... Uh, know kind of what everybody's feeling and everything, and um, just just by reading it, it, it definitely did shed some light on a few things that, that were questionable from 
the older films, like where where did this certain thing come from, you know. So that that kind of helped it all mesh together. Now, are you anticipating any, of course, reading the books, would you say that there are any major oh shit moments coming up in the movies? Like in the first one with uh, uh, Maul with his double-bladed lightsaber or Yoda fighting, stuff like that. Is there something that you think, without saying what it is, that is just going to be one of those things where everybody's jaw is going to drop in this movie? Yeah. Okay. I do. All right, awesome. I do. Probably a couple of moments. And, uh... What would you say um, to anybody that thinks this whole waiting out in line is silly for a for a movie? What would you say to them? Each to his own. Each to his own. You know? I mean, if it's something that a person feels strongly about, who cares? Let them do it. Okay. They've made their choice. And if you want to, real quick, if you want to say something to your husband, because you can always send him a link to our show since it's available online, you can download it for every Saturday. here because I really know that you I, I know that you really really want to see this so uh, hopefully you'll be able to see it soon over there love you you are listening to Requiem of the Outcast for more information and show notes visit requiemoftheoutcast.com starwarsspoofs.com is a website with humorous animated cartoons spoofing the Star Wars universe so drop on by StarWarsSpooks.com. See Darth Maul take on Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn in a lightsaber duel on Naboo. Visit the beautiful and graceful clones on Kamino. And watch as an Ewok steals a speeder bike on Endor. www.StarWarsSpooks.com. The greatest spoofs in the galaxy. years before the Battle of Yavin. The last Sith War was a hundred years ago, but it was a thousand years long. I'm not sure the Jedi Order will ever recover. Two Jedi Masters are reunited. It's good to see you again, Canavigan. You two stay long. I really wish you'd stop mocking me like that. For a mission of galactic proportions. I am the Viceroy of the Trade Federation. My death will destabilize the economies of thousands of star systems. The bounty hunters on the loose. Why are you doing this? Because I was paid to. The Mandalorian warrior from Instagram. I hate Jedi. And we hate Mandalorian. The future of the Trade Federation hangs in the balance. A partnership for our fledgling Trade Federation. This is exactly the recognition we need at this stage. Experience a thrilling adventure from the twilight of the Jedi Order. Peace over anger, honor over hate, strength over fear. Peace over anger, honor over hate, strength over fear. Peace over... Star Wars, the Trade Federation. A full cast audio drama starring Adam Johnson and Steve Molman. Missiles. Now available from Sigma Phi Kappa Productions. Boys, boys, get to work. Sorry, sir. They don't really listen to you. Did you like those commercials? If you'd like to have your project promoted on Roto, contact us at ReckonTheOutcast.com, and I'll return you to your regularly scheduled show already in progress. What do you think of the, the Star Wars movie? Oh, good. We're recording. Um, I loved it. I hated it. I, I, was, I, was, I was excited and disappointed all in one. I mean, it was a range of emotions for me. We got the Elvis corner. Yeah. We're interviewing right now. We do have so, the Elvis corner here at Fuddruckers. So I'd, I'd have to say that, that that was it. It was it was a roller coaster of emotion for me, mainly because you know I'm such a huge fan, and I and a lot of things came to realization last movie. I'm just really thankful I uh, I got to see it. I was excited about seeing it. I enjoyed it for what it was. How about you, Denise? Um, ditto. Uh, in my own words, um, I was honestly emotionally and physically drained upon leaving that movie. One, because it was almost three in the morning. Two, because the last Star Wars movie. I mean, nothing else to look forward to in that regard. Um, 
and uh, also, I mean, I mean, you know, going into it, it's going to be completely and utterly depressing. It's one thing knowing it; it's another thing actually seeing it. So, um, I was really, aside from the editing, I was really only disappointed by one thing. And so, if you're spoiler-free still, don't listen to this part. Um, I was really disappointed in uh, Padme's pretty much her portrayal in this movie. I felt she was an extremely strong character the other two movies, and this movie they showed her as weak and uh, not the, the strong character we were looking forward to. And uh, I thought her death, the way they had her die, was a freaking cop-out. I mean, it was absolutely lame. She died of a broken heart. Like, she couldn't keep on living because Anakin turned to the dark side, yet her dying words were... Una Coca-Cola, por favor. Yeah, just a Coke. A drink. Who wants a Coke? All right, a vanilla. A vanilla. Okay, a va vanilla shake. I'll buy you a drink next time. Vanilla? Vanilla shake, yeah. No, 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 thanks. No, vanilla. I like vanilla. Thanks. No, I'm waiting on mine. Thank you, sir. It's a beauty of edit. Anyway, and yet her, uh, as I scratch my eye, her dying words were, um, they're still good in him. So, obviously, she had some hope. Otherwise, she wouldn't have died. And she just had two babies and couldn't go on living. What kind of mother does that? I mean, that was just lame. In my opinion, what George should have done is have Anakin force choke her, puts her into early labor. Obi-Wan and Anakin go duke it out. Droids put her on the ship. Obi-Wan makes it back in time to deliver the babies. And she dies before he can do anything for her. There you go. Instead, we got this lame-ass, weak cop-out. <gasps> I'm dying of a broken heart, but they're still good in him. And meanwhile, my two babies are going to go, I have no idea, because I'm going to die. So, whatever. But I was very happy. It tied up all the loose ends. Um, and again, yeah, mixture of emotion. Mr. Ron, more popular opinion. I will say, as I have always said, George Lucas is great at story development. George Lucas knows how to, to create a good story. Unfortunately, George Lucas doesn't know how to tell a good story. Um, I, I, I think, and it's a shame because George Lucas used to know how to tell a good story. For anybody that's ever seen uh, American Graffiti or any of George Lucas' early stuff, you know that George Lucas was developing into a great director. And I think that George Lucas in his 20-year hiatus, lost whatever it was that he was growing. And, uh, and unfortunately, yeah, I just think... Yeah, Howard the Duck was just the stuff. Well, again, my, that actually proves my point more than anything. <laughs> but, but, but honestly, I think that, uh, I, I think that this, this, uh, this movie, while certainly better than the previous two, and, uh, probably better than Return of the Jedi it just creates the the, the the you know the triple play of mediocrity that is the the, the prequels so that's my opinion well, well said I agree with that so. mm -hmm. but we loved it now, now you're new to the group so go ahead and state your name and also tell us what you thought of episode 3 have you, you have seen it correct? yes I have seen it uh, I'm Mike Belk uh, really I thought I thought the movie was wonderful uh, it once again, it wasn't it wasn't as good as episodes four or five, but it was definitely better than six, definitely better than one, definitely better than two. Uh, it had a lot of uh, a lot of action and a lot of uh, emotion. <clears throat> Sadly, all of my rebel scum were slaughtered in that movie, but it was still worth watching. <laughs> Uh, I was really surprised because knowing what's going to happen and seeing it are two completely different things. So it was a nice surprise. Sorry, we're showing pictures of uh, me and my scanner crew holding the mop and dust. <laughs> <laughs> Proud member of the Imperial Janitor crew. Yeah. Uh, I think that's your best story with the heathens. With the IJS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and since also, you're also new to the group, go ahead and state right. your name and what you thought of the movie. Uh, Down Mayor, and uh, I I'm kind of of the same same opinion. I enjoyed it more than anything in the first, in episode one or two, which isn't saying a lot, but still I did. Um, I'm still debating where, where it takes place, you know, where it places around Return of the Jedi. Obviously, nothing's going to be Empire or uh, Star Wars for me. Uh, I guess I went in with some expectations in terms of. Uh, you know, just filling in story story holes and things like that. And I think everything was pretty much filled in like I hoped it would be. 
uh, action-packed. I, you know, I'm not going to argue that. Um, the acting, I think, was a lot better given still some of the some of the clunky dialogue they have to work with. But I think Hayden and uh, Natalie definitely stepped it up for this one, and definitely Ewan McGregor stepped it up for this one too. Um, I was I was really happy to see Obi Wan finally become the Jedi. I kind of thought he was portrayed to be in the original trilogy. I think in one and two he was a step below, but I think he really stepped it up in this one. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the dark tone. I think it really needed to be dark also, and uh, the imagery, uh, the implied imagery as far as uh, Anakin with the younglings, and then like I said, the imagery of what Hayden, of what Anakin had to go through, being burned and then being made into Vader. I think. It all played very well. Um, overall, I was happy with the movie. I'm going to have to see it again because, truthfully, the first time I saw it, I had been in line overnight for about 11 hours and was working on about two hours sleep. But uh, still, really, I, I overall, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I'm still, you know, not a big fan of all this digital. I, sometimes I think it's... You can just you can do locations or make sets and things. I mean, once in a while you. This movie could they have done a location? Well, I mean, I say a location, more like sets and stuff. I mean, because at some points during the Obi Wan Anakin battle, you're looking at it, and all of a sudden, if you look at it close enough, it's two guys standing in one place with a background moving. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, it really is. I mean, I know what you're trying to portray, but once in a while, you just kind of lose that. Kind of doing that Scooby Doo thing where it's you know, exactly thing where it's the same background that keeps passing the couch and stuff. Like and that. I don't exactly, but um, it, it was nice you know I think maybe throwing Chewbacca and things in there was just just a, a, a toss out to the old school fans I don't know really what purpose it really served for Chewbacca to know Yoda beforehand but either way uh, um, and the thing with Qui-Gon I, th I think all the fans kind of had Qui-Gon doing a lot of things maybe he didn't actually end up doing or whatever talking about I was about kind of pissed he didn't show up it was, yeah. yeah and it was I kind of a, my heart set on him showing up well supposedly in and the, the DVDs or whatever the Smurf version of him anyway <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's pretty interesting that whenever you die in the force you turn into a star <laughs> Yeah, blue and very. I think that's great. I want to. I want to get the force so I turn into a Smurf when I die. I would, but I can to go with you. But you're here. Are we there yet? Smurfs look good for him. Have you ever wondered if one day they're going to walk into the Jedi Council? Oh my God, you're all dead. No, it's holograms. We all look the same when we do this. How about you, Mr. Russell? Mr. Sir? Well. For those that are spoiler-free, don't listen to this part. Well, my I think biggest pretty ruined at this yeah. point. Well, As he's talking, I'll make a loud, high-pitched sound. Go ahead. <laughs> my biggest complaint was that the theory that I had throughout the entire time leading up to this movie was, was not correct, and it bothered me a lot. I've been holding out, hoping that, that my view of it was correct, and that Jar Jar, that Jar, Jar, Jinx, Jar, Jar Binks was Darth Sidious. Um, I was really hoping, but uh, it was not to be, apparently. So. Jar Jar Binks could be Darth Stupidus. <laughs> Hey, he I was, was really dialogue, hoping, uh, almost dialogue free in this movie, so we got we got to tell us Lucas a bone in that one. Wait, what did he say in the movie? Uh, there was one it. part when they were walking the senator when when they were walking the chancellor back to the quarters. He uh, he bumped into somebody and they they said something. and He said excusa. Oh. <laughs> and that was it. That was his oh. little cameo. Well, wow. he's got to sell toys, you know. Hey, Rich. <laughs> Ma'am. I uh, I really um, my favorite is your Jar Jar theory on what his last duty station should be. <laughs> I think... You done, Russell? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that uh, what, what should have happened to Jar Jar was that he was sent on special mission to Alderaan. Permanently. <laughs> Permanent station on Alderaan. That's not true. I saw it in the credits in Star Wars, the DVD release. Yeah. And Jar Jar is actually the Dioga in the Death Star, man. He's the Dianoga? Yeah, is that some weird growth? He yeah. was just laying like, down, and yeah, this thing came out of his chest. And that's exactly what he was, man. <laughs> and didn't you see the credits? No, I didn't. Are you serious? No. Oh, <laughs> you had me. You had me at hello. You had. Now, I, I personally, I liked the movie. I think it's. I think that Dude, it was. Nobody asked you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's my show, and I never get it. I already no. interviewed you for C three. Yeah, but that was C three, but this is F three. I didn't get interviewed for C three. Well, yeah, the camera ran out of battery. Sounds like a personal problem. I would have. I would have. <laughs> anyway, my, my thoughts on episode three was that uh, George Lucas, again, mirroring what Ron said, 
Uh, excellent story maker, horrible storyteller. It was one of the worst edited movies I have ever seen. That's um, a lot. It's, uh, yeah. It literally looked like there was a four-year-old playing with the, uh, you know, my first video editing software with all the goofy transitions. I was I waiting for the heart-shaped wipe and the, the star burst and stuff like that. Um, then his kids film this one? <laughs> I think so. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know who really got hurt in, in this whole movie? Me, my wallet. <laughs> Besides Dave's wallet. What are you talking Besi about? I paid for your ticket. Besides my lost true. No, you're right. Thank you. All right. I did. Janine's wallet. Um, my wallet. So I, I, I think really that... Um, <laughs> I forgot my joke. Um, so <laughs> joke blocked. Damn. Um, but, <laughs> but I think it was horribly edited, but it had a hell of a story. Out of all of them, it's my favorite story. Now, the action was some of the best action yet, so as action goes, it was my favorite. Uh, as humor goes, absolute favorite. Everything with R2 at the beginning, and that you actually saw a relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan. They were, were brothers. They were friends. Obviously, best acting by Obi-Wan, I think. Be, at, at the end. Now, Ian McDermott did a fi uh, just fantastic job. It was creepy. Because but, you what, could see, love, but what's I mean, with the voice, though, man? That's what was creepy. He's like, <laughs> I'm kind of good. But no, wait. That's now, I'm Mr. Rogers, and I'm also Satan. You know, it's just, <laughs> right. it's, at least it wasn't like the Mr., uh, Mr., what, what is it, Mr., what's the guy from, uh, from Simpsons? Oh, Smithers. Uh, no, Mr. Uh, Burns. Burns. At least it wasn't like the Mr. Burns from the cartoon, you know. Um, but it was it was really cool to actually see Darth Vader as a human first, and then the transition. Although yeah, that weirded me out actually when he called him Darth Vader and he wasn't in the mm -hmm. suit, and it did not it, fit in my brain. It, yeah, it did that seem guy a bit is not Darth Vader. I thought it was really cool, no, but um, I'm almost someone. But you know, all of the action and everything, and then of course the revelation of Qui Gon and stuff. I, I, I thought that it all all around was. A fun movie, I think, so far as of one seeing, or one viewing, rather. And, of course, it was the 12 o'clock Jonestown experience. So I, I don't know if I can give an actual uh, account for whether or not, but I, I, I'd say right now it's my favorite. Passing around Kool-Aid in there. So <laughs> I drunk the punch. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, but I liked it. Now, what would you guys say was your, uh, your favorite part and where it ultimately missed? <laughs> Dave, where, where, do you think, where do you think it ultimately missed? Everybody gets to say their favorite part and where it missed? Yeah. Where, your favorite part and what you thought the worst part was. <clears throat> The final duel between Anakin and uh, and Obi Wan. Okay, was, what was your favorite part? That was my absolute oh, okay. favorite part <laughs> of the entire movie. I felt like there was two hours and nine minutes leading up to just that. <laughs> and um, let's see, the absolute worst part was the the way that the, the Jedi were destroyed. Oh. I, I hated that. That's how. You mean with the that you would, well, no, the way that you would... I mean, an, an order that had existed for thousands of years basically just went... You're absolutely right. We have no defense. We were just... <laughs> the entire Jedi Order was laid to waste in one night, basically. Everyone throughout the known universe. So where there's only two left. Were you, okay. were you hoping that Ashley Kutcher was going to come out so you were all punked? No, I just thought, you know... 10,000 Jedi, whatever. Not at this point in the movie. Yeah, if you read the books, they're down to like only a couple thousand, like maybe a thousand See, or two thousand. I thought that was one of the stronger points yeah. in the story, at least, that, that Palpatine had managed to get all, to the, Jedi get all of the Jedi all by themselves, leading thousands of clone troopers to, where they had to one stretched Jedi. Out so thin. Yeah. Stretched out so thin, you know, that, that yeah. it was that easy for him to Jeez, just Jeez, man, if you would just read the books, you I didn't know. say it was the most unbelievable. That was the one part I hated the most. No, no, no you're talking about like sad from a story yeah. point. That, not that you felt that that was like the worst part of the story that was just a, a sucky in-universe kind of a part of it like not unbelievable you just didn't like it okay okay so now that we're done mean? attacking da dave for what he thought was no, you're wrong dave you don't know what you're talking about no we were cool. clear we were clarifying that was my least favorite part that was it I had a hard time with that, that, my, that too. My, that my, all right, it's your turn. Favorite, Why favorite. is it my turn? Rich is the boss here. Because it's your turn. We're going around the clock. Uh, <laughs> least favorite part I already went over. Padme's lame-ass death. Oh, I missed that. Oh. I totally agree with you on that. I totally agree with you on that. That was my worst part. Yeah, yeah you you missed my rant on that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did, but I totally agree with you. You'll um, have to listen to the show. Okay. Yeah, hear my rant. Um, my favorite part was uh, I would have to go with the whole, but you are the chosen one. Oh, you were supposed yeah. to destroy the Sith, not join them. You are my brother. I loved you. Yeah. And then 
he leaves him as he's burning alive. <laughs> that was bad. Picks up his saber. A... This could come in handy someday. <laughs> hey, Anakin, I bet your kid would like this. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> it's better than that in the Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the vibrating uh, that and solo Yoda, that pops Yoda, out of the Yoda chucking a saucer at Palpatine and knocking him, you know, that yes. was nice. Seeing Palpatine, like, all vulnerable. <laughs> Go long, Yoda. What was that? Somebody grabbed that. Tom or Tom? No, actually, we, I think, didn't we accidentally Tom, skip you, Kevin? During the first round? Can somebody skip yeah. you? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Kevin. Go ahead and tell us your, uh, we'll, we'll get back to our current line of questioning, but please tell us, what did you think of episode three? You want me to add my favorite and worst part? No, or we're not on that question yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, edit and yeah, we'll come back to you. Kevin cried. He said in the summer, he cried the whole time like a big baby. Um, <laughs> what I think, you know, honestly, I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty good. It is... I mean, of course, I have, uh, I love Star Wars, the original, A New Hope. I mean, that's my favorite. Saw it in theaters when I was five, loved it. Empire Strikes Back is one of my favorites because Darth Vader is one of my favorite characters. And um, Return of the Jedi I thought was good. Uh, not a big fan of the Ewoks. I mean, they're all right. But, I mean, this one's kind of right in there with uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, I actually like the character development between the two because I read the Expanded Universe also. And you see... Nerd. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Right, you sweep him out too. <laughs> um, with the rest of the gun. <laughs> That'd be me. Excuse me. But what I mean, one of the things I liked about it is that um, it follows. I think it follows very well, and you see where Anakin and Obi Wan became more than mentors. Because I mean, if we remember in Episode One, you know, he says we picked up another one, you know, another useless life form or whatever you want to call it, and. Um, here they are. I mean, they're, they're best friends. So that's that's probably what I liked. I liked. Um, I liked. I think a lot of things could have been done better. Obviously, what film wouldn't be done better? But out of the first two episode one and two, this is definitely the best out of those uh, first two. I thought. Doesn't watching the end of this movie movie though like really? I've noticed it makes certain lines really stand out. Like when they meet again, and he goes, "When I left you, I was the learner. Now I'm the master." You're like. But it still seemed like a weak fight. <laughs> <laughs> in episode four, oh, it's like, oh, what, what is that all you got? Come on. Well, he's a I mean, what happened? old man. Remember, I mean, you, remember, you remember wear the armor, and then you'll know how hard it is to fight in that crap, okay? <laughs> I, don't have, I don't know. He didn't manage you bad in Empire Strikes Back, you know? Yeah, he was doing fencing style. Let me tell you something. In, in Star Wars, I mean, you think about this, though. In Star Wars, um, and actually Star Wars, Obi-Wan gives himself up. Mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't say, oh, oh, I can't handle it. But, I mean, he just gives himself up to become one with the force. Peter's like, okay. He's like, he hey, stops Vader. Off, he's like, Ugh. Hey, Vader, look what I can do. <laughs> That's right. I, I love that that was an actual move in the video game. That was awesome. Do what? Stomping on him? No, no, the uh, Obi-Wan submission was actually a move in, in the video game. In one of the bonus levels, uh, when you when you get the older Obi-Wan's character, Nerd. episode three, Revenge of the Sith, it's one of the moves you, you uh, he stands like this, your, your life is drained, and you fall with the robes in one hit. Suicide. That's always yeah, fun. Yeah, it, it was great. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm tired of playing. It's suicide. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn to yeah, say... Uh, what, what's your... Were you done, Kevin? Yeah. He is now. Yeah, what's your... Even, uh, <laughs> my favorite... My favorite and my least favorite, huh? Yeah. All right. My favorite's the opening battle. Uh, action was incredible. My least favorite is everything between the opening battle and when they start killing the Jedi. Because it is the most dead, nothing happening, piece of crap, piece of film I have ever seen. And I'll tell you what, there is something, there is something to be said for, for the use of negative space in film. They did it, it, Alfred Hitchcock did it great in North by Northwest, where the, the guy's sitting, up, sitting in the middle of nowhere, right? And it's just this long, long, long scene that takes forever, and there's nothing happening. It's just an empty field. But you know what? Tension just builds and builds and builds and builds. And that seems something like 15 or 20 minutes long, and yet tension is just building the whole time. Nothing during that whole span between the opening fight and when the Jedi keep get, start getting killed. I mean, all of a sudden, it's just, it's just okay, let me give you background information, but... You know, not interesting background information. Okay, here we are. Now it's time to kill the Jedi. You know, it, it, I'm sorry. I could they, they did try to do are. something with the Wookiees. You know, that was they yeah, made an attempt. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it was just. I understand he had a lot of information he packed had to pack into this film. You know, 
like he said, 60% of, of, of the first trilogy was in this film, but man, maybe you should have spread out some more between the other films. Yeah, there were no musical numbers. That's what sucked. There's no opportunity for Beef Arthur well, to sing a song. In another they went to the opera, though. Yeah, but that was like a water opera. Everybody's oh, bringing sorry. instead of singing along, does everybody bring squirt guns? It's like one of or whatever, just the lights rattling around. It's like the Cirque du Soleil being reversed. It was Diablo in his magic world arena. Go, man, go! Was his best, uh, Dave, Dave agrees with me. I can see it. Dave agrees. Worse. I did. I pretty much said the same thing. My favorite was spread out in all of Obi Wan's fights because that that showed he w he really was a master Jedi. Uh, it I loved I loved Ewan's development in all three films because he made the great transition from the from the snotty Padawan to the wise master, and then for Episode Four where he really was the master. So I really loved Obi Wan just open up the can. Opening up the can on everybody. The only the only part he was just a little weak was uh, with Dooku, but he didn't do too bad against uh, uh, Anakin and Grievous. But uh, uh, that it was it was also it, it was a tie between Obi Wan's battles and Yoda walking in on the Emperor and just flinging the royal guards into the wall. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was just wonderful. You know, it, it, it's like one of those moments like in Equilibrium. <laughs> Uh, when when he fights uh, whoever the black guy is, Omar Epps or whoever whoever that is, I don't remember his name. Tay Diggs. Uh, Tay Diggs. Thank you very much. Where it's like there's so much build up to this badass fight. You know, they're the royal guards. These guys are supposed to be bad mofos. We finally get to see him fight. And they get there and they're just just turn on Yoda and Yoda just shrugs his shoulders. They wham, get the wall fall. It's like, oh, oh okay, that was that was pretty funny. Uh, I'll I'll stand by without a, a, a big fight. <laughs> I've never thought of the royal guards as bad mofos. I've always kind of, I've always kind of thought of them as a, as a, as a, a, a costume you kind of get by with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Over glorified Walmart greeters apparently yeah, once you go into the throne room. That's what I'm <laughs> little stickers to kids. That's you not know. nice. We all make good money off of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and all three of us here. Yeah, that pay for C three. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. A pretty good costume. Yeah. Yeah. We pulled in what fifteen hundred bucks out of oh, three, three yeah. Royal Guard yeah. costumes. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's true. Gotta love eBay. Who are you, Dalton? Yeah. My favorite part is uh, also the Obi-Wan, Anakin fight or whatever. I was just really happy that Obi-Wan, you know, ultimately won the fight on his own. I had this big fear that some random lava blast was going to take Anakin out and kind of make Obi-Wan look something weak like that that would make Obi-Wan <laughs> look you weak know, or whatever, yeah. you know, it's like, so he couldn't even say he won the fight, but... yeah. Anakin got cocky. Obi Wan took advantage. Yeah, I didn't and see that amputee. Yeah, that was great. I, that was, oh, man. I actually was like audible. Like, was, I, was, I, didn't, was like I saw the legs come off. off. I saw the legs come off. I did not see the arm come off. I think it was one that shot. Was it crazy. all did. I mean, yeah, it was just me. <laughs> so that, that was my big thing because I because I was just going into this movie one Obi Wan to really be the the badass I thought he should be. Um, my worst part, like she said, is. Had me like croaks on a on a on a. She just loses a word to live, broken heart, and she dies. And her last words are. You know, someone, somebody else's line. Man, make sure they don't make out. I mean, she's been a strong character now for two movies, and now all of a sudden, and as a as a parent, when you know you're having kids, also, I, I know, you know, my boyfriend turned evil, but you know. I guess I don't have it left for me to take care of my kids also, so I didn't like that. I had a little bit of problems with the way R2 was portrayed at the beginning of the movie. Um, I mean, I understand you want to do a little bit of comedy, but I, I thought they kind of portrayed R2 as a little bit of a... A stooge almost, or oh, whatever. Oh, I liked all that. Well, but, that was great. But I, I mean, I like the I like the kind of. Well, I mean, I mean, he CGI version. I mean, there's some. I mean, he did. You know, he some did of the thing. Jokes would have been good if they'd used a real R2, but they looked campy with the CGI R2 because you could tell. I didn't it was know it was a CGI R2. Oh, oh Kenny I Baker is it flipping out of the? Yeah. <laughs> I was actually wondering while I was sitting there, man, is Kenny Baker getting pretty banged up in there? <laughs> hey, Kenny Baker broke his neck at one of the stunts because at one point. Or somebody makes, a, I guess, during the elevator so thing. Or he, he says hmm. something, and something else along the lines of he's learning. You know, like all of a sudden, R2, you know, he's been awesome for five moves, and all of a sudden, for the first 20 minutes of this one, all of a sudden he's a little quirky or something. But you know, like you say, with the battle droid or whatever, eventually he kind of got back to doing his own thing. And I and I like the comedy. I have no problem with the comedy. I actually loved kind of the 
I, I call a Spider-Man banter between uh, Obi Wan and Anakin, yeah, or whatever. I think a lot of it was lost. When Obi Wan comes to. <laughs> I think there's a lot of it. I love it in the book. <laughs> Well, I can see Anakin's butt. Now, I'm assuming yeah. it's Anakin. I'm pretty sure it's Anakin, though I've never really taken much... Uh, I've never really looked at it up close before, but I'm, I'm hoping that it's his butt. You know? so, I, mean, I, I really like that stuff. Well, I thought that was funny, but um, like I said, Padme's death was my worst part, and then the, the making Obi-Wan look good in the final battle was my favorite part. Yeah, did yeah. anyone else think Grievous kind of went out like a wuss? Is that well... At first, I did. I don't really like Grievous' character in general. But they explained it. It was too much too late. I mean, I guess there's a book that explains him or something. It does. It's more cartoon. You didn't need to. But see, I thought it was done well because he was so pompous until he encountered somebody that beat him or that was too much for him. And he's like, wait a second. He was always running away, I noticed. Yeah. And then, I mean, he went out. Because you know he he basically did I guess tried to make himself better by doing a lot of this droid stuff to him, and what killed him is you know his bipedal human heart is is you know the the only thing that was left on him that was organic really was what killed him. His gut and, sack. Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course it was Obi Wan with a blaster. You know, and I love that he just so uncivilized and throws it down. I just love that. I mean, it was that was beautiful. A nice throwback, you know, to the, how despicable he was. Mm. Ancient weapon for a more civilized age. Top notch imperial engineering. <laughs> heart exposed behind the, you know, yeah. like some little. Well, no, Obi Wan ripped it open. Yeah, but I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. I understand he's probably stronger than the average bear, but still, I mean, it should have been inside. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, this is this is okay, a, a galaxy far, far away. It should be inside encased in some sort of laser encased. Either Obi Wan, titanium laser, you know, not penetrable. Grievous was so arrogant he figured he didn't need all that. Didn't didn't want to that Nobody would ever catch me because I'm running so fast. Yeah, well, well, no one ever failed them to put like a force field around it. I mean, come on, you can put it on a battery pack. Now, oh my right? God, a bottom, <laughs> a bottom, just a box, something. What did you guys yeah. think of the way uh, Mace went out? Oh, wow. I was oh, happy with it. Was, that was cool. I was, I was worried he wasn't going to go out good either, but I was pleased yeah. with how he went. Yeah, I, I loved agree. it. Yeah. And the, the only the, thing about that though is that they don't actually show him die. <laughs> they see him go floating off into space. He's fried he's bacon. How how high are they up? He's fried. If he's living, he's not happy. <laughs> All right. He's, he's not the next Darth Vader. He's got a, <laughs> no, you but the probably a brother. But the white one. He's the expanded universe. He's the next expanded universe. Boba Fett. Like, Boba Fett dies in Return of the Jedi. Then they bring him back with some the story, the story in uh, <laughs> the story in the expanded universe, uh, Fett actually did live. Uh, Dengar helped him out. Yeah, yeah. Well, but Lucas, that's what I'm saying though. But no, but Lucas said he's that obviously he wanted him dead. to live. Yeah, he just yeah. didn't have time to shoot. Obviously him. dead in the movie, but let's <laughs> bring him out. He said he wanted him. Oh, yeah. he just never had time to shoot it. Yeah, it sucked that uh, Fett went out like such a bitch. I'm sorry. You're too, Kevin. Well, it's a family trait apparently. I was just gonna say my absolute favorite part uh, when the when Anakin finally becomes encased in Vader's helmet, you hear him breathe for the very first mm. time. Everything was silent. Oh, and you when they had that it sent chills. It sent chills through my. And the absolute worst thing I, I, I did not like was when Anakin stepped in the room with the younglings and uh, the little blonde-headed boy oh. comes out and says there are too many Master Skywalker, and all you see is him light the saber and the kid back up. I'm glad they cut it yeah. from there, but I want to take my son to see this so bad, and I know those are there are two instances where I will absolutely not have him watch that right off the bat until he's older. Yeah, I think I think that was still handled tastefully. Yeah, I'm thinking of the torch scene, although he knows uh, lava gets, you know, Vader gets hit by lava or something like that. But I might do that. I'm not so worried about the table scene. <laughs> what's the other scene, then? The kid one. Jar Jar? Well, no, you said the kid one. You said there were two of them. Well, the torch when uh, Anakin's oh, okay. on fire. Jar Jar, oh, yeah, because he just, he just, he just <laughs> liquefied <laughs> under all that fire. That was, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, and it was just just because he was just a little bit too close. Anybody else thought it looked like Carolina barbecue? (laughs) (laughs) Me being from Texas, it looked like Carolina barbecue. I loved how all of his hair just lit up like er, vinegar. It was crazy. (laughs) How about you, Russell? (laughs) Well, I'm guessing that that the best answer for the favorite thing um, has got to be seeing him in the suit at the very end. 
um, come up on the table, and the fact that they changed it from his hands being up in some awkward game the position. S- like the S&M yeah. position, yeah. That's an Kung Fu latex, you know. See it, seeing him in the suit, that was that was the best part of the, the entire movie, seeing it all come full circle back to the original trilogy. The absolute worst thing about the movie was watching Yoda climb into the E.T. Willy Wonka glass elevator and go bursting off into space from the wiki planet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked exactly like the great Wonka Vader from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And as it's flying into space, it looks like the E.T. spaceship. Like the, you know, this... Was that rainbow? I missed it. That was awesome. Just... I just didn't see the point. I, I, I hear this comment from Russell in the middle of the movie going, <laughs> E.T. phone home, and I'm going, what the hell is he talking about? I love that lizard, though. That lizard was pretty cool. With yeah. The feathers on his head. The boga. I'm <laughs> 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 you know, sorry it had to die. That thing was pretty cool. The dog nice. always lives in all the movies. I guess Chewbacca lives. Yeah. The yeah. bog. So what do you guys think of... Uh, Freaking Yoda being a parrot on Chewbacca's show—that <laughs> was great. That was awesome. Yeah, that was just climbing up Chewbacca. That was awesome. See, that's for Daddy. Give me a ride. Give me a ride. <laughs> now we see where he got that whole backpack fetish. He <laughs> <laughs> riding on Luke's back. You Who's your Yoda? Who's your Yoda? <laughs> Put me in the backpack. You will. I, I, I don't want to. Yes, you will. No, I, I don't want to. Really? No. Do it. You will. Okay. I, you know, honestly, I mean. though, I think the only thing was just him picking fleas out of Chewbacca's. <laughs> Eating them. <laughs> Help him out there. <laughs> Wash more often, you must. <laughs> I'm thinking the only reason he didn't is because he couldn't get a grip on him with his long fingernails. That. <laughs> well, Yoda, why are you up there? Can you scratch me yeah. the left? <laughs> <laughs> scratch to the left, please. He's like, burn. <laughs> <laughs> leg, leg twitching. <laughs> I wasn't kind of disappointed in Kashyyyk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the point I of having know. them come over the logs and run and charge and then mm. come to the side of a lake and stop? <laughs> oh, ah, the water's warm. <laughs> Yeah. All right, who peed? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was really envisioning when they said they were going to have a Wookiee battle. I was envisioning the like, episode one feed, you know, where they come over, the, the battle droids come over, and the Gungans come over, and they come across this huge field and meet in the middle, and Cause really, bam, bam, thank you. I was expecting yeah, to see Wookiees, like, grabbing up droids and ripping like, their arms oh, off. so yeah. great, because they would have. on them. I did like when Yoda uh, went just when the the troopers were coming to shoot him, and he just oh, yeah, he just, just kind of raises an eyebrow and just backflips, chops both their head off, one <laughs> swipe lands, and looks up at Chewie, and Chewie's like, oh, okay, give me a piggyback ride, you will. <laughs> I'd have to say, you know, my favorite part was all all of the the, the fighting. Um, that was visually good, but really just the humor. That it was it was a fun movie to watch, not like some of the other ones. It did have its dry points and everything, but I, my my least favorite part was the editing. I think that even the Frank Invader stumble <laughs> at the end and the, the oh, yeah, cheesy that was, no. That's what I was Actually, about to I say. The stumble was, was very appropriate. It's I first did. time using his new leg. Well, well no, I mean it makes sense, but I mean you couple no, that but with the, weak the little no. You couple right, that genetics. with the table and you then. Has then to do it, otherwise Luke's not going to be able to save the wine. Actually, you know Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, I like as, I. Obviously, I've not been real fond of this movie in relation to other Star Wars movies. But the little Frank Invader thing at the end, I kind of liked, man. I thought, I thought it was a little homage to the old, you know, to the old, uh, to the old 50s yeah. and 60s uh, horror flicks. Well, now, now, wait, wait, let me finish. Um, the thing that I didn't like about it, like I said, getting back to the editing, was the fact that when he did that, Lucas should have let the no kind of trail off and the music rise. Makes it more mm-hmm. dramatic. Yes, Otherwise, it seems like a guy standing in a room in a giant costume going, <laughs> no! So far, in, in the entire Star Wars <laughs> saga, point. the guy with the best no was Obi-Wan in episode one. I mean, that no was just reverberating. Yeah. That is true, yeah. <laughs> and then Darth Maul taunting him, like, come on. The, only good, thing, the only good thing about uh, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> that big no. You know, they should have never killed Maul. Never, yeah, never brought in Dooku. They built Maul. Let Anakin take Maul out in this movie. Though I did not necessarily. I did like Dooku's execution. I mean, and the and the whole yeah. unarmed ploy that was great. Yeah. It was an unarmed uh, 
an unarmed uh, captive. That was that and, was great. And and plus the fact that he looks over at Palpatine. That look of betrayal. The absolute betrayal because he mm-hmm. knew his master had betrayed him. That was something that was awesome and really killing. Plus, you know out. what? Having had Peter Cushing in the in the series, how could you not have Christopher <laughs> Lee? You know what I'm saying? You had. But neither one of them were jumping on people's necks and trying to eat them. That's the only problem. I mean, yeah. what else are you gonna do? Now, see, I would have liked to see a real nice lightsaber battle between Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker. I know, I know, yeah. the, the Emperor versus, but still, just to see a good. That's, Good, that's was, actually what I was hoping for. Was I think it would have almost been overkill, though, because yeah. Mace, see, that's just it. It had to be something that was quick and he cheap, so he, so it was passionate, because otherwise, if you continue to fight it, then you can't, because in the middle of a fight, he could have stopped and said, oh, hey, I'm sorry, buddy, and be like, oh, okay, well, let's get this guy. But you know what? I did like the conflict inside Anakin when yeah. he had to make that decision. Do I help? Yeah. Do I help Padme, mm-hmm. whatever, by right. accepting Sidious's? Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the thing. I recommend everybody go out and get the book because I'm listening to the audio book mm-hmm. now. It is it is putting so much depth to everything, and it's making a lot of things make sense. George Lucas can only tell whatever's going on. He gives you a a snapshot in time, but then puts you in as an observer, not necessarily a participant, like other uh, like other uh, movie makers do. And Rich, yeah. when you learn to read, dude, the actual books are good. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Oh. No, I'm looking forward to looking at the comic book. Huh? I was I told. Your audio books on our end table to bring to you, and they're sitting there still. I was also told that if you catch it quick uh, at Barnes and Nobles, because it's on the number one seller list, uh, it is thirty percent off. It is. <laughs> So that's when uh, that's when us cheapskates are gonna crash. Yeah. <laughs> books a million too. Oh yeah. And if you have books a million, or just show up for more events and give them free. Yeah, yeah. show up to the Matthew Server book signing. You get one for free. Stormtroopers will give you one. <laughs> or have off. So Star Trek hinting at this Plagueis guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah, that was one of the, my other favorite parts. We did a little bit about did a little song Sith and stuff. Uh, yeah, we. They tell about the stuff in the script. It's it's real clear, man. One of the things that was horrible about the reason the book <clears throat> didn't have well if you're going to read it it has no Wookiees and it has no mention of the planet at all and it's all and you know we talked a little bit and I said it this movie if you didn't play Republic Commando if you didn't read Labyrinth of Evil that if cool. you didn't watch all the Clone War cartoons both seasons Right before you went to saw this movie, there are huge gapes, and I understand. Why did we even go there? Why are they there? Why is Yoda there? All that's explained in Republic Command. <coughs> All of it. Why is Chewbacca there? Well, that's because they cut out one key person out of the whole story that was written into the script, and that was Han Solo. Mm-hmm. As a ten-year-old boy, who earns the life debt from Chewbacca as he helps free them. <coughs> yet that whole point just wiped right off. It but didn't even get made into the movie. That whole point was just wiped out. But I thought Han was supposed to be an Imperial officer. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's I thought he did thing. it while he was an he, officer. Well, that's because he, Lucas he, doesn't he, like that he, now and he wants and, to put it in the movie. And they different. changed it, but what some of the book they're explaining, there's a little bit more detail where they completely explain, and he hinted at it, I mean, in the movie just slightly, the fact that they created, the Sith created Anakin. They knew how to do it. He got on the Well, yeah, I got that pretty obviously from the movie. And later on, he explains that even the capture of his mother on Tatooine is also part of the plot to draw him into the dark side, mm-hmm. to make him do the killing. Because at that point, he was still okay. Mm-hmm. And, and Palpatine's just telling him all these. It's, it's incredible. To, and then... Yeah, because when have Tuscan Raiders out. ever captured yeah. and held hostages? Yeah. And, and to find out at the end, you know, just like, wow. Wait, so the Klingon captured the... Uh-huh. The who? The Klingon, <laughs> yeah. The Captain Kirk. And when that one guy named Khan came about, and, you know, the guy from Fantasy <laughs> Island. and <laughs> Anyway, the book that really helps fill in a lot of gaps is that whole uh, Revenge of the Sith, the making of it. It's a, a, a set diary, a book. It's a great, from day right... The last day of shooting in episode two, where they started shooting scenes for three, all the way up to the end, and then even then Lucas was still changing. You could go online and read the rest of the book because the guy they already published it and he was still going. Can I get y'all anything else? Water or anything? No, we're no, 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 no,
<laughs> when you go in spoiler-free, you, you only have your own personal expectations that you've garnered from the other movies, that's it. Yeah, but they've got like a lot of them. Now, what, what did you guys do for the premiere? Last question. Uh, where did you go, and what did you guys do, and what did you dress up as at the premiere? If you well, uh... Janine? Our taskmaster, Rich, forced us to troop in Jacksonville in armor. Forced, uh, funny joke. Uh, 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 but he did. Dave and Ron were stormtroopers, and I, I got anybody. to be Vader. We're famous. Sexiest Vader are. I've ever seen. Oh yeah, with my pillow, so that I had a, so I didn't look like a twelve-year-old boy in the suit. <laughs> I actually had a gut. <laughs> and I just, I did get just a weird look from Ron, so yeah. I've never seen any other chick in a Vader costume. Yeah, no, I was just. I, I, I'm sure it's been done before. I, I'm yeah. just imagining Kevin with the, this, this, you know. Slave Leia. Well, no, with this album of <laughs> sexy Vaders, you know, that, <laughs> that you pull out at night when nobody else is around. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was lots of fun. That's a shiny <laughs> helmet. <laughs> Polish the dome, baby. <laughs> Gotta make sure it's. I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm not gonna go anywhere with that. <laughs> it's a family show, all right. Yeah. Kevin was so we got kind one family that to listens. let me wear his Vader suit. <laughs> all four right. people that listen to yeah. her are in the same family. <laughs> yeah. And same it, it's, our family. It. it's our family. <laughs> it's our family. And of course, that was Kevin's uh, Vader. And as Dave mentions often, and I completely concur, it is really neat to do something like that with people who've never seen real life stormtroopers or real life Vader. But it's easy to forget when most of your friends do it. I know. You forget that. And, of course, there, we didn't have nearly as many punks there. We didn't have any punks there. Actually, no. Everybody was Actually, really Actually, I only got assaulted by uh, one person. Okay. And he, he did. He assaulted me. He kissed me. What? Yeah, yeah that. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Jerry. Jerry's son, Terry, happened to be there. <coughs> yeah. Vader. me and ran up to me, grabbed me, and kissed me. <laughs> yeah. Grabbed me and just... With the helmet on, on, laid it on me, and hung on. The fascist with that wrong. And when you didn't move to do anything about it, I I figured you guys knew who this was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say the funniest part about that is when I went up to him and I was like, dude, you you know you're the only person besides us that know that there's a girl in there. Congratulations, you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) You said some wrong was in there. (laughs) No, because what happened is I grabbed him and I said, and I had the lightsaber, and I said, dude, Terry, it's me. He goes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Had it been had, no, seriously, had that been a stranger, believe me, he would have been eating the top of my helmet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was, I, I know oh, sorry, sir, I, we knew. Like, in my helmet. Here, <laughs> yeah. Well, I started right. beating him with my one half plastic case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but in but in what county is that? What kind of Oslo. Jackson, Oslo County? Oslo. They probably used Stormtrooper armor for teeth down there. <laughs> 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 Gotta use something, man. Yeah, <laughs> Chicklets don't last that long. <laughs> How about you, Kevin? What did you guys do? Uh, we just went to the premiere. Um, Downton ended up waiting overnight for tickets, number nine in line, and what, tickets 49 through 52 or something like nice. that? So, um, yeah, we just went and... Um, Enjoyed the movie. Yeah, we ended up. Uh, I kind of ran into a snag. I called the uh, the manager to see if he would enjoy having any kind of stormtroopers or Vaders or anything there, and he kind of blew me off. He's like, "Let me think about it. I'll call you back." Didn't call me back. So while we're at the actual premiere, I asked him. I said, "Well, look, would you want us to come out Friday or something?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah. I've just been so busy and what have you." And, <coughs> you know, that was. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, we had a good time. The movie was great. Went to work the next morning. <laughs> and uh, life goes on, man. So it was good. It was good. That was very cool of you to get those tickets stolen. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Well, Bomb 93 was out there, and they were hyping it up on the radio. Come on out. Have, come on. Yeah, hang I out with us them. and stuff. I was like, you, you dumbhead. Vader and Stormtroopers are going to be in Jacksonville, not there. Why do I know this? Cause I'm I speaking of cool. That's a great shirt, by the way. Thank Only you. the Thank strong. Yeah. Well, see, the thing with Flay, I emailed Flay from 93.3, and I was like, dude, you guys doing anything from Star Wars? Like, I don't know. What We might do something. I was like, Jacksonville's the place to be. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out something. 
And so they totally blew me off because I was like, yeah, we're going to have some people in costume and everything. And so then he goes to, you know, G Vegas. Um, and sleeps in his van the whole night. Does he really? Yeah, what a yeah, newbie's like on the radio. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm here all time and yeah, all day. I, went out, went out, I finally went out about 10 o'clock. I called Kevin and said, dude, don't even go out there tomorrow morning. I'm just going to spend the night. Screw it. I ain't got nothing else to do. So I grabbed the tent, <laughs> sleeping bag, and headed on out. And, uh, I had my Xbox out there. I brought my Xbox out there because Flav had his and then decided after it was time for him to go to bed, he didn't want his Xbox out there. So, like, the rest of the guys had no movies or games to play oh, since I only live like a mile down the road here. I said, I'm going to go get mine for you. So, we watched Jedi and played games until about good one guy, that morning. Good guy is, yeah. Good guy. One that morning, and, uh, the, and it would be different if he had gone home, but I mean, he was literally like 20 feet away asleep in the van, and he took his Xbox yeah. in the van with Would you trust as much so people? Watch porn I mean, but he had his produ- I mean, he had like a couple of production guys from the station out there all night that had that stayed up all night. But, <laughs> nice. So we I'm going to sleep. That. You guys got to keep working. Sorry. <laughs> You're morning radio. You're yeah, not that important. Dude, yeah. Your name is Flav. And there's no flavor in front of it. I mean, he, yeah. They emailed me back when I told them that Vader and the Troopers were going to be in Jacksonville, not in Greenville. Mm-hmm. Um, they emailed me back with, oh, well, Flav's entertaining enough with his little plastic Vader mask. No, he's not. He's a funny guy, but he's not that entertaining. Not without the other guys <clears throat> with them. Yeah, yeah, he needs the trio. Yeah. So what did you I do, man? Uh, me, I went with Robbie. Uh, me and Robbie went to uh, Raleigh for the premiere there. And there was a huge convention with the 501st and the Fan Force getting together. So I was up there with the Triangle Trade Federation representing cool. the Emerald City. fun because I was one of the first ones to get in costume because one of the one of the news stations needed somebody in costume for the five o'clock news. And uh, all the stormtroopers were like, no, we need at least a half an hour. And I was like, hey, I can, I can do it in five minutes. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, do it, go ahead. And uh, and then it was funny. I was, I was the most popular there, second only to Darth Vader. Uh, we were both interviewed by every news station there. Uh, we all we we all had a whole bunch of pictures taken. That was great. I got I got EB Games. Uh, they they got a picture of me saber locked with this Jedi who was about three feet tall. It was great in front of the Revenge of the Sith table. Uh, and then and then to top it all off, well, I got a couple of phone numbers too. <laughs> and then to top it all off, I yeah, we saw all the twelve year old girls that they loved you out here. In this oh one. yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, if you're going to call them back, go to Arkansas first, all right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's legal there. It was just kind of dancing in a while. They did that test, too. They wanted us for the 6 o'clock news, and we're like, it's 5.45. <laughs> we'll do the 11 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get a picture of my boot, because that's all I have on by now. <laughs> I, I can come out here with I, a plastic helmet. Thanks to Dalton's uh, hanging out to get the tickets. I uh, got to go see it here in Greenville. We just went and watched the movie. Stayed Vegas. away through most of it. Um, G Vegas. G Vegas, I know what it was. I ranked right up there with uh, J Actionville. I don't know. Or like have not. Someone gets to me. But yeah, actually pretty close to the truth. J Actionville. <laughs> <laughs> That's another big letdown. <laughs> <laughs> I went there, I expected like dancing girls. There are plenty of dancing actually, girls. Actually, but there are a lot of ugly dancing girls. Too. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, now, I got to see it here in Greenville at, at the lovely Carmike Cinemas over here. Now I've got to go to a real movie theater and see it with, <laughs> oh, a, real, sound. with a real screen oh my God. and THX sound because yeah. this theater only has one theater that has THX sound and we were not in I that. Just say, we, just sound. Just we didn't have it either. We heard that. <laughs> that was one of the things in Raleigh, man. They had 800 seats. The three theaters were sold out. Then they gave costume our own theater. There were 35 people tops in there. We were kicking back. Just, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> I do, let's hear. I, of course, you know, tried to organize. I ended up having to actually organize our line party just because that the manager had no clue what was going to happen. He, he was so amazed at how organized everything was that everybody was in, it was in a nice single file line that there were, he just expected everybody to be gaggled around and apparently waiting outside, you know, with Marines nothing and stuff. So it was, it was really bad because, the only thing we ever do. well, all I can say is that when I, whenever I asked for the, the requirements of 
of uh, you know letting us get in to get some good seats. That was the only requirement that we had for suiting up and you know and entertaining the troops. Uh, was to get those seats, yep. and he, he didn't really give me a solid answer. Janine shows up. Flashes her boobs. Uh, well, I she didn't flash her boobs. I wore a tight shirt. <laughs> and so, naturally, he's like, oh, whatever you need. Uh, by the way, her eyes are up there. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I can set up the initial interviews. Janine really needs to bring it home. But anyway. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Hey, I went and talked to the guy later because we needed something else, and I just pushed my boobs together and pretended. <laughs> you know, when you do that, you have a lovely rack. You know what? Such a balcony I can do Shakespeare off of. When you email people for events, just attach that slave Leia picture. Yeah, that'll do. Just sign it. That will definitely slip up. Yeah. <laughs> she will attend. They she, don't even know she will host. You. That's right. I will be coming there. As you show up, they're like, yeah. Wait a she minute, wait a minute. Dance. She's going to get invaded. I, I still like your idea of going to Con Carolinas with the slave Leia, but with the. the uh, we're gonna do the the uh, Vader stuff on top of that, and then yeah. slowly do a street. Dude, I was so thinking, oh, I almost PM'd you about that. I was like, you know, it'd be cool. Vader takes off his stuff, strips down, and it's slave Leia. Well, what I was I gonna do, PM'd what I was gonna do that. is wear the stormtrooper bodysuit with just the cheesy plastic Walmart uh -huh. mask. But with my slave Leia under it. And we'll have to get, uh, we'll have to get some music. I was thinking exactly that. When that something, somebody posted something on the forums, and I was like, that'd be a cool idea, man. Vader, Come out, man. this is my costume. It would, it would have to be slowly. something fast-paced like the, uh, the Jewel of Fate, something like that. No. I'm talking. I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to be like hot stuff or I will survive. Some good old disco. <laughs> what, about, what, about what about the Star Wars disco song? Yeah. <laughs> How about we just hey, pull a soundtrack? Yeah, you know, All right. How about we just track off some 70s porn? There you go. And now, your moment of zen. I just realized, like, one one billionth of Lucas's money is mine. That bastard. <laughs>